Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. I'm Craig Martin, and you're listening to the Inside Connection, coming to you live from LA. Here with my co-host Christina Martin. Good to see you tonight. Yay! Good to see you too. I we- am sitting inside. It's cool inside. We're lucking out. It's been incredibly hot. Can you believe that Southern California is supposed to get a hurricane remnant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's global warming. <laughs> Never, ever happened. We're going to get a hurricane remnant on Saturday, people, and it's going to be windy, and we're going to get up to an inch of rain and probably some flooding, and the temperature is going to drop 20 degrees in less than 12 hours. So I mean, I do be... have to say, yeah, <laughs> what a crazy you, time. But yeah, you did you go, hear sorry. that? Did you know that's coming? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, I was thinking how appropriate that is for uh, the full moon. The, the full, full moon, moon in Pisces. And so much water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some relief, some, some, you know, kind of unbelievable kind of fantasy that's going to happen to us exactly. in Southern California. Yeah. 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 All through San Diego, all the way up to like Santa Barbara. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. A couple of 20 million people are going to get a bath. <laughs> really after relentless, after relentless, you know, like two weeks of over a hundred degrees. It's it's been pretty brutal. Welcome it has been pretty Virgo. brutal. Yeah, that late summer vibe in SoCal. It, it it can get hot here in September. It can. While the rest of the country is enjoying some kind of breeze that comes down from Canada, we are enjoying the back smog from Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Our wind pattern here is really cool. Anyway, Uh yes, so we're doing a show about the full moon tonight, which is coming up this week, late this week. And it is the last full moon of summer. And it is no coincidence that it is in the last sign of the zodiac. Since in Mm. many, many traditions, you know, this, uh, this would actually mark the end of the year. There would be mm. sort of an end of the year, right? Like like uh, Jewish people, they have Rosh Hashanah. Like that means mm. Happy New Year. So mm. they do like a Happy New Year because the ending is here. And it's, 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 it's consistent with um, several cultures that celebrate this as the, um, as the time when the year ends and the new year mm. begins. Mm. Well, there certainly uh, is like a, a, a solid changeover. It is a real strong you know, switch. I feel like sometimes the the ease from spring to summer is it can be fairly seamless, just a little mm-hmm. bit warmer, maybe a little less water. But this mm-hmm. this switch over, uh, well, you know, eventually we sort of we honor it in our educational system where mm-hmm. all the children go back to school and start a new grade. So it always is a new year for them. Yeah. Right. It's always it always is like a new year for kids that are going back to school in any grade, college level, even classes always start in August, September as right. Virgo comes in. 
And so as the summer comes to a close, the year comes to a close in a lot of traditions. It's not mm-hmm. always, not always. Chinese New Year is in February. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously the Western New Year is January the 1st. And so there are different, different times when, when people celebrate New Year, but this is a common one. Common. No one celebrates New Year in April. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Even it's a though little there's too weird. A, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, even though there's sometimes a little, a little newness there, but it's really connected to what we've, we were previously doing uh, yeah. in the winter. Tap into this with me. So just tap into this vibe here. So if, for instance, Pisces actually represents the last sign of winter, Mm-hmm. Right? And Virgo mm-hmm. represents the last sign of summer. Mm-hmm. And so Pisces always precedes Aries in the chart. And yet right now we're having a full moon in Pisces and next month will be the full moon in Aries. Mm-hmm. What is that balance? You know, what is that balance that we experience here between the sun and the moon as the sun is in the cycle of descending, but the moon is in the cycle of emerging. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful imagery. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really thinking about, about that. I mean, right. The, the moon is always our emotional selves, the, the more subconscious private inner feelings about ourselves and our lives. And, so there is maybe a a real strong newness there or flowering there that can open up. First, starting with Pisces, though, it's still very inner. It's still very uh, emotionally connected to others. Right, because we're not in autumn yet, right? Autumn, Libra would be when we would have the full moon in Aries. So right now, while the sun is still in summer the moon is really in the deepest part of winter figuratively Mm -hmm. you know the Mm -hmm. moon is in this Mm -hmm. deep really deep pre pre pre-birth like Mm -hmm. pre-birth and and i think there's something in there to think about like what does that mean for us emotionally if the Mm -hmm. moon if the moon represents our emotional body, our soul, our intuition, our conditioning, the more yin side of us, because I don't really want to use the word feminine because it it always connotates women in general, but men Mm -hmm. have obviously a moon sign and Mm -hmm. a Venus sign. And I I like the idea of yin, a little, just a little softer and not as forward and aggressive, a little bit more receptive. Right. right. So the moon is in this incredibly receptive place, receptive level of energy in this full moon in Pisces, most emotionally receptive mm-hmm. prior to, I think, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that the summer is the time when we consciously come out, right? It's, we, we've, we've done all this work as we've traveled down through the the Zodiac and the sun signs and we get to cancer, Leo, Virgo, you know, we're really out there. 
We're like nurturing, we're present, we're taking care of people, we're being helpful, as we talked about last time in the, you know, when the sun goes into Virgo show, like mm-hmm. that energy of like, like little busy bees, you know, like little, look, look uh, mm-hmm. Virgo reminds me of like a colony, you know, mm-hmm. like some mm-hmm. kind of a colony where everyone's organized and everyone's working together. But while that's happening and we're consciously out there in the world, really mm. like, you know, making ourselves present socially, which is mm. the opposite of what happens in the winter, right? Mm-hmm. The moon is doing the opposite thing as a balance point. Mm-hmm. The, moon, the moon right now is, is conditioning us to go back in. Right mm-hmm. to be pi- to be Pisces. Beautiful. It's almost, like, it's almost like we can't do one and forget the other because those polarities are the yin yang. They're like the yin yang of our existence. Absolutely. Can't be fully yeah. out there unless you're anchored, right? And then you yes. can't be fully inner unless you're anchored to the outer. So even yes. in the winter. Right. There's this anchor a, to the yeah, a full moon in Virgo. Yeah, I've actually never pondered this before. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's great. It's so great. I'm thinking too. The we're doing all this work, like physical, tangible, social work, but we also know we're heading into the winter. We also know mm-hmm. that we're there is this really big shift about to happen right what have we every year we go through it so we kind of can anticipate so like the inner stirrings of it we're like really feeling it on the inside about uh what the rest of the year is going to look like and that feels very pisces to me too where there's this uh kind of the dream in front of you or the light at the end of the tunnel, or there's something that's uh, close but not quite clear but attainable and maybe really hopeful, maybe really great or ideal. What would an ideal winter look like? You know, Mm -hmm. like how do we feel about that? How can we get our emotions um, circulating around that idea? Yeah. And being able to tap into the collective, like what's the collective mood? Mm-hmm. I see it's right. What's the collective mood of what's going on with the people? You know, mm-hmm. aren't we influenced in some way by that, by the movement of the masses and the energy of their emotional state? Is mm-hmm. it calmer? Is it more anxious? Do they feel safe? Do they feel not safe? How high is the anxiety meter? Yeah, I always think about political leaders and like people with lots of money who are in positions of leadership and the grave, grave responsibility that they have to help guide people um, to that, to comfort and safety. Mm-hmm. And because because there are many people who are are looking for others, you and me included. Uh, can put mm-hmm. us in that group because we have people that listen to the show that understand that we're tapping into some really ancient wisdom here and that we're offering some insight that 
we have a responsibility to always say, this is how you can manage it in a positive way. This is the hope behind mm-hmm. the moment, you know? I think mm-hmm. it's that they have a grave responsibility when they're selling fear. When they're, mm. when they're selling fear and they're making the masses agitated and afraid, that's just a huge karmic debt. Mm-hmm. If, if, you re- if, you're, if you're a soul that reaches some kind of level of, you know, social, political power, yeah. and you use that position to stoke fear and division and violence, that, and that happens, obviously, historically, it happens over and over again. But I always think like, wow, those people are just so uh, self-damaged. They just don't realize what goes around comes around. Yes. So we have to offer hope and, and not, not false hope, real hope. We have, to be the, we have to be the voice that's examining like, okay, even in these times of difficulty, even in these times of anxiety, like, oh, what's going on politically? What's going on globally? What's going on with pandemics? What's going on? You know, mm-hmm. I think people always have something that we can worry about. You know, we, I think the moon in Pisces offers us an opportunity to add our collective and an energy, emotional energy back to the collective where we're, where we're saying like, no, it it can be a great Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, we actually can, even in the face of inflation and post pandemic economics and all Mm -hmm. of that, we can still have that and feed that back out into the collective because it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, Pisces. It's such healing energy. It's such connected energy. It is about existing with each other in uh, any and all moments that we have. It's that kind of unconditional love feeling. So when we have that, we're unstoppable. And if we can put that out there, if we can, you know, I mean, hope takes people from the darkest corners and the lowest points of their lives all the way out. I mean, it is one of the key ingredients to, to, you know, rising above and, you know, having success and happiness in life. So the Great. full moon's in that. We talk about this all the time, you and I, about the conundrum that we have about Feeling separate, but knowing that we're all connected, right? Mm-hmm. Feeling separate, right? Mm-hmm. That idea like I brush my teeth, I don't brush your teeth, mm-hmm. and, you know, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, um, and how we still, though, are connected deeply, even though we feel so separated, and mm-hmm. how do we mix that, those two things? How can they both coexist at the same time? Mm-hmm. And it's not an easy thing to answer. It's not mm-hmm. an easy thing to answer. I think that we have to simultaneously honor both truths. Of course, for right. wholeness. That, that's the complicated thing is simultaneously honoring both truths, which is I get it. I'm in my own individual body. So if I have my own individual experience, if I stub my toe, you don't feel pain. I get that. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real, right? Mm-hmm. But that at some collective level, if people somewhere are afraid, 
then we're afraid mm-hmm. because it taps into a, an unconscious sea of collective energy. That's Pisces. Mm-hmm. That's why I think we have a responsibility to add back to that collective feeling the feeling of calmness and security and safety. Mm-hmm. Right? If there are people who are anxious and scared, we don't have to absorb that. Mm, important. Yes. Yes. We can re- take that and transform it and re-emanate it back as faith, belief, hope, knowledge, experience. Experience. Yeah. 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 It's very deep. Gotta very love deep. a Pisces full moon. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, we have that. That's the psychic aspect of it, right? Because Pisces is so psychic and so mediumistic. But then mm-hmm. we have the art, the art and the music aspect of it, which is just mm-hmm. really dynamite too, right? Like mm-hmm. we can really right now, you know, be groovy. Yep. Be groovy in any way you want. Yep, yep. What's your definition mm-hmm. of groovy? Do it on Saturday <laughs> with this full moon. Align yeah, with dance it. in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Do some art. Listen to some music. Yeah. Peace, you know, compassion. Peace, compassion. Just a lot of understanding yeah of others somehow it reminds me a little bit of the war in ukraine which we haven't talked about in a while we haven't really talked about it hardly at all mm-hmm. but except when it was first happening but it's obviously mm-hmm. still going on mm-hmm. and those people are still suffering even though it's reached some kind of a plateau mm-hmm. and the ukrainians may actually even be like pushing back at this point, they may be finally getting an upper hand, which is fantastic um, because it just seems from an outsider's point of view that it was unjustly done unjustly, mm-hmm. you know, in the modern age, right. In this post mm-hmm. post 2000, post 2000, while we're all watching on social media, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's weird. Um, the actions that people still think they can take, but mm-hmm. Somehow it's reminding me of of this full moon in Pisces because um, what I was saying before, you know, there's if there's collective pain, we feel it. Mm-hmm. If there's uh, yeah. collective suffering, there's no way for us to not feel it. It it is in some way the cause for all our acting out. You know, it's not just our personal pain that causes us to go shopping and drinking and smoking and, and, and being greedy and gambling and all of that. It's not just our own personal pain. It's the collective pain that we're all tapped into. We don't really have any alleviation of that suffering until we're not suffering. Until, right. Right. Until we bring some level of understanding or awareness of it or if we're lucky enough to have somebody else do that for us as well. I mean, I, I was thinking too, you know, I mean, it's, it's just another level of 
say the pandemic and maybe you know you personally didn't have somebody who was affected but you knew someone who was affected and so you saw their pain in you know having an experience that you didn't have or with parents and how you were raised and uh, taking on some traits and characteristics and perhaps pain from them and then living those out not quite knowing where that came from so there's it happens all the time yeah Um, it yeah it it's funny because i just looked at the date and we are super close to 9 11 and you just talking just now made me remember this person that i knew wasn't really a friend but i like knew him and i saw him out a few days after 9 11 i lived in manhattan at the time downtown and I remember, like, just saying to him, you know, casually, I didn't want to get into it, like, in a really deep or maudlin way. I was like, yeah, what's going on is really crazy. And I've been feeling really sad for days. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, I don't really understand what it even has to do with me. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. It blew me away like I was younger than obviously it's 20 something years ago right Um, Mm -hmm. and it just blew me away that level of disconnection to the collective I was thinking so so separate separateness I I am separate so I don't I don't feel it yeah great what does that have to do with me I don't know anybody that was in there I don't know anybody that died and uh-huh. everybody going on and on and on about it is just boring me. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. Yeah, I mean, I'm laughing at the ridiculousness of that because obviously that's not true. <laughs> I mean, any business that he walked into into that, in that entire city, like he knew no one and nothing about it. it that's just um, sad that there can be that level of disconnect because then mm-hmm. – yeah, he then he can, you know, you would think that level of distance also means it's on the flip side that when there is love, when there's compassion or understanding, that's also distant, right? We can't have one without the other. Right. The positive healing side of that. Right. Yeah. That's the weird thing about, like, dualistic existence. Mhm. Right. Right. We have to have one selfish person for every giving generous person? No, not quite. <laughs> it's balanced on the side of love and hope. Uh-huh. It is. It's a, it's definitely it errs on the side of love and hope. Well, right. I mean, I think you know, in on some level in order to survive on this earth, you do need to be separate you do need to mm-hmm. fight back against somebody rather than just yeah you know on the, an, on, the, on the very simple animalistic side of it right on the very simple human i'm in a body and animalistic side of life i need to take care of that body in order to survive that's very separate mm-hmm. that's very separate oh. We do. That's the temporary part, though. That's actually just the temporary part of who we are. It's, you know, that part of us is born and lives and dies. 
the part of us that's connected to the collective is the part that transcends that life. Mm-hmm. That's why when we are high functioning and properly interfaced, there's a part of the body and the emotions and the mind that are interfaced with that. When there's a commingling, then they exist together, right? That, that's why we're loving. That's why we're loving. Mm-hmm. That's why we have love for one another is because there's a commingling. Otherwise, life here would be really different, right? It would be completely savage if we didn't have like Pisces, you know? It would be just some savage, everyone out for themselves. We would, everyone would be like a lone wolf. People wouldn't live in collectives, mm-hmm. right? Cities and, and, and working towards things together. Mm-hmm. People would stay apart from each other and it would be whatever I have, whatever I've been able to collect. And we would hoard it and protect it. And yeah, if we didn't have the interface with the higher idea that we're all in the same boat together... Mm-hmm. It's the it's the, it's really the highest minded hope for humanity that at some point we'll realize we're not as separate as we are. Mm-hmm. We think we are. As we think we are, as we act that we are, some right. of us. Yeah. It requires a huge leap in consciousness, though. Because and right, right now, right now, the individual believes that in order to be successful, we need to have money. And the mm-hmm. more money we have, the more successful we are, mm-hmm. right? And then various other innocuous and shallow things like my wife needs to look a certain way in order for me to believe that I'm successful or my mm-hmm. husband needs to look a certain way in order for me for mm-hmm. to believe that I'm successful or my children need to act a certain way, go to a certain school. Those things, we're pretty entrenched in that kind of consciousness, but it's oh, not yeah. Pisces. But it's not Pisces. It's not. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. (laughs) No. Pisces says, jump in the pool. You know, we're all in here together. Yeah. Let it go. Let that go. There is. Yeah. I mean, Pisces is it is hard energy to get behind fully because you have to completely let go of separateness which is really a little scary to think about yeah not when you're on your deathbed (laughs) (laughs) Scorpio not when you're on your deathbed spoken from the Scorpio over here at that point you're supposed to be like oh wow separateness an illusion poof (laughs) there I go I'm no longer separate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's why really like even literary masters, not just philosophers and gurus, but even like real literary masters, people who have written beautiful pieces of literature, write things about sort of like dying before you die, right? Learn to Mm. let go, learn, learn to separate your your ego from your reality learn to mm-hmm. connect with the higher self you know these kinds of mm-hmm. things are perfect for full moon in pisces read some poetry mm-hmm. read oh, some poetry yeah. people you know my let kid, yourself fantasize my, 
my kid has to do uh, like this book reading thing. It's like an entire year project and he reads books and he logs them in. But interestingly, the teacher doesn't allow them to read just in the genre that they like. Oh, great. So he has to read at least two books from many different categories. Mm -hmm. And then like the bulk of the books can be from the category that he likes. Mm. So, um, he had mm-hmm. to he has to read two poetry books. So I got mm-hmm. him I got him an M for children, like, you know, poetry for kids, Emily mm-hmm. Dickinson and Walt Whitman. And mm. both of them are so nice. I was looking through them and then I was telling him about, you know, like how rock stars are poets because they write, you know, lyrics. Lyrics is poetry. Yes. It's just poetry put to music and that got him really interested and stimulated. So that was kind of fun. So fun. Yeah. Read some poetry, do some art, put your put your hands in the finger paint. There you go. Yeah. Just go with the flow. Christina, right. it's always so good to see you. I, I love it. We're having I love it. It's a great time. And um anybody who wants to find us, sageofstars.com, Los Angeles Astrology School dot com or Sage of Stars cross multimedia platforms we'll be here next wednesday and we hope that everybody has a really beautiful night and enjoy the coming cooler weather Mm, have a great week good night now